Okay, we've got uh, Keelan Meston on the line here. We're going to talk about uh, round one of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships at uh, Fox Raceway in Pala, California. Um, man, uh, Keelan, hey, thank you very much for uh, chatting with us to talk about uh, talk about round one. Yeah, no, for sure. It uh, was a good day, good event. It was awesome to see a, a big crowd and, and uh, a field full of racers and pretty stacked one at that, so... Yeah, good to be yeah. back at the races. Nice man. Now, did you um, did you know the other? Can well, I mean, you know them, but uh, did you go around and kind of socialize with the other Canadians that were there, or did you get a chance to do that? Uh, not really, but just yeah, I was kind of able to uh, wave at guys in passing, and <laughs> kind of shot the shit with Tyler for a quick minute on the on the line. But I was actually parked beside Marshall Welton, and uh, him and I we kind of chat throughout the day but uh yeah it was it was good to see a few guys make it down and and hit the first round right now i know you said um before when we were talking briefly there that uh, you actually ended up with marshall out on the track there i think it was in moto one right yeah yeah moto one we were we were kind of together there for a bit and then uh i i went down and and kind of kind of lost the pack we were with and then uh I think he had his issues later in the moto with uh, some bike malfunctions that caused them to DNF. So a little bit of a tough one there for the both of us. But, uh, yeah, it's never never fun when you don't finish a race. So. Right, right. Well, let's, okay, now let's talk about this. I mean, I know... Um you in the position you're in you kind of wanted to spice things up a little bit you're mixing up your racing you're doing all kinds of different things i mean you have in the past done the first round round or two if you're available to uh, our series permitting but uh you're doing a little bit some different stuff right so uh how this one was always in your plan you uh this you know what uh, what are you kind of thinking for this season you're going to do some different things right yeah yeah kind of like what you said just wanted to mix it up keep it fresh um yeah just kind of like i've talked in the past and never really sure how far i'm gonna continue with racing and and to what age or when funds dry up or when the mindset's not there i don't know but uh yeah i just uh i guess with that being said and um, maybe i guess seeing uh, an end in sight with with racing i just wanted to i really wanted to go race for myself and and hit rounds that i wanted to hit and, and uh yeah just kind of savor every minute of it so uh and that was always a big round and uh and yeah that was that was one that just made sense it didn't really conflict with any canadian route so that was for sure for sure on the list Okay. Well, now, how did you? I mean, did, did you drive down? What did you? How did you get down there? And who were you with? And all that kind of stuff. And how did you enjoy the gas prices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the gas prices aren't too hot. But uh, no, my friend uh, uh, Sam Meggie from back in Calgary uh, grew up racing with him. He uh, was kind enough to come down with me and, and give me a hand. And he's here enjoying himself too. He wanted to get into mountain biking and and some golfing so it uh yeah worked out well for both of us um i actually i flew down and he picked me up in salt lake city oh. and we drove the rest of the way but uh yeah we're uh we've been taking california by storm <laughs> <laughs> nice okay well let's uh 
Let's talk about the racing. Now, you went in, I believe, um, the track. I, I spoke, I did speak with Tyler Medalli after his race and everything. And he said there were some changes, like lots of, some more, it was a little more technical, like a little different, wasn't as, uh, as crazy fast or something like that. But, uh, what did you think of the changes to the track? Yeah, so, like, Pala in previous years is always just super fast and really, he got this really high speed and feels like, just getting head shake all the time and this was actually like the slowest version of Pala I've probably ever raced um, there actually wasn't too many straightaways on the track without an obstacle and yeah it, like I I think I rarely got my bike wound up in third gear it was uh, yeah pretty slow and technical track and even too like with how they prepped it it uh, got really rutted and deep and and yeah, you had to really kind of keep your feet on the pegs and not lose balance too much. It uh, was definitely uh, yeah, a different flavor for Fox Raceway. Right. It's funny. I always t- tell the story about, uh, I don't know when it was, 2012 or something, when Colton Fasciati got the chance to ride for the uh, Lucas Oil, the Torley Designs Honda team down there for that final round. And I went down to that, and I have never seen Colton on the edge of speed and on the edge of control as I did there. Like, it was just so fast. So is that something, like, are you happier that it was, like, a little more technical? Yeah, yeah. I've honestly, uh, the people that know me and I've ridden there with, I've never been uh, the biggest fan of of Pala uh, because of that. I've just never really liked to go too fast on my bike which is kind of funny <laughs> that I'm trying to be a competitive racer so uh, yeah I, I like that it was a little slower a little more technical uh, the only frustrating part was there just seemed to be one fast line around the track and it uh, yeah if he kind of got or at least it, I felt this way in my case if I got into a, a bundle of guys it was it was pretty tricky to make your way around them um but yeah, other than that, I think I think it was a they did a pretty good job for what I guess they've accomplished in the past with that place, especially with it being it, such a long and narrow track. I find it's really hard to make a slow track when the space they use is long and narrow. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Nice. Now, um, let's talk about qualifying. I believe you're in the, the B group kind of thing, the unseated or whatever you want to call it. But uh, And you qualified 29th. Uh, talk about qualifying. How did it go? How did the two sessions go? And did you you know make changes, learn from the first one? How did, the, how did it go for you? Uh, it, was, it was okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that was probably what had me the most nervous uh, most of the day was trying to qualify out of the B group. Um, and Every time I've tried to do uh, an AMA in, in recent times, I end up qualifying 36 out of the B group. And uh, it's just, I think anybody that has done it knows that it's, it's incredibly difficult uh, sometimes. Um, but this time around, I kind of, like, I've, I've done a few of these now where I know what to expect. And, and I honestly, I just, I gave as much room as I could um, on the first lap where I had nobody around me and I knew I was maybe going to get a couple laps of uh, clear track before you start hitting traffic. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of what I did. 
let every, everybody go, do their thing, and then, uh, yeah, just did my best to get a, a quick and clean lap in, in a short period of time. And, uh, yeah, enough to get me 29th. Nice. And didn't you tell me something about uh, <laughs> trying to get yourself into the A group? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Sam asked when he was doing tech, but uh, I just, yeah, I haven't raced one of these in a while and there's uh, a lot more viable guys that belonged in there so uh yep uh, there was no lack of or yeah no lack of trying there but uh <laughs> nope still made it work so hopefully uh next weekend at hangtown i'll be in the a group and i can maybe learn the track a little quicker and, and thrive off of some of those faster guys now what's your history at hangtown have you have you done that one Yep. Yeah, I've I've been there a couple times now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the last time I went was in 2019, and uh, that was actually a pretty tough round for me. I uh, I can't remember what the issues were, but I think I made it in as an alternate or something. Um, yeah, I think, and then it turned into a giant mutter. Oh, so it was just a mess. Yeah, it's one of the only tracks I haven't been to. Do you uh, do you enjoy that track? Do you like it? Like on a, on a good day. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's cool. It's it's uh, different, like a lot, uh, a lot of like kind of slow technical off cambers and then long uphills with pretty big jumps. But uh, I'd say the average pace around the track is pretty high. Uh, but you're never really like fully on the brakes or like fully on the gas. It feels like it's it's kind of a just a good like you just carry good momentum around the entire track. Okay, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move into the motos here at uh, at Pala. There, um, Moto One. You ended up in thirty first, but I know uh, the race was going differently than that for you. Um, take us take us through the first moto. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I actually I had a, a really good jump and a good pull down the straight, and I seemed like I was probably going to have like a top tenish start. And just one guy kind of bumped into me and started kind of like pulling my weight over to the point where I thought I was going to go down. And, uh, and in that moment, my bike just happened to stall out. And, but uh, I was able to keep it on two wheels. But unfortunately, that kind of put me near the back and I was probably anywhere from 38th to 40th uh, after I got my bike started. Uh, but actually I felt like I started riding really well. Um, seemed like I was just like clicking off uh, passes and working my way up. And I think I can't quite remember and I don't know for sure, but I think I made it all the way up to maybe the 22nd to 25th range, somewhere around there. And, uh, yeah. And then, but it was short-lived, and I, <laughs> I tipped over <laughs> and uh, lost all that ground. And then I think it, yeah, put me back kind of to, like, maybe 34th, 35th. And then, uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah, kind of made a few more passes, and then I crashed again. And, uh, yeah, then just kind of the wind was out of my sails a little bit, and then I maybe caught another wind uh, with three laps to go, and... And yeah, just kind of was edged out of the the top thirty there. So, uh, all in all, in the first moto, I was 
pretty happy with how I was riding. Uh, just a little frustrated with some stupid mistakes. Right now, how, how do you, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, you look at some of the names on the results and you look up and you're like, you know, you belong higher than what you finish. And it always seems to be so damn tough for us Canadians to go down and actually perform to our true abilities. Like, what do you think that is? And, you know, like when you go down, are you struggling with anything? Is it is what's different? You know what I mean? Like what uh, what do you think it is? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's no different than an American coming up to Canada, and it's just it's uh, it's just a different world, right? Like it's the tracks are different. It's a different takes a different style of riding, uh, and you have to approach the racetrack different. Um, I think uh, also, uh, at least for myself, coming down to the states, it's first it's been a while since i've even raced the national like i pulled out of the series uh, last year like halfway through and then um yeah and then just the nerves at least for me going to the first round were pretty high just because i mm-hmm. was like oh man i haven't done this in a while i don't know where i stack up has my off-season training been enough you're just kind of <laughs> asking yourself all these questions and a little bit of doubt creeping in, but uh, yeah, I think it's good though. Like once you kind of get that first round out of the way, then I think that's where you kind of hopefully you learn something and and get some things that you can build off of and regroup for another weekend. And that's kind of what what I've done. And uh, I, I have a few things that I know I'm going to work on this week and and maybe change and. Uh, Hopefully, have a, a better weekend at Hangtown. Nice, and it's funny to hear you know someone who uh, you know. It's how old are you now, Keelan? Uh, I'm 29, and I'll be 30 in October. Okay, but it, it's funny to hear like you know someone who's done so many races, raced all over the place, done all these, and you still get those nerves and jitters and stuff like that. And sometimes it can affect your performance. But you know what's funny is after you quit racing and, and move on, it's it's that feeling that you actually miss, which is really weird when you're in it to imagine that. But it's funny how when you get even older, you'll be like, man, you just miss that those nerves. It's strange. So, so yeah, enjoy- it's, it's it's true, right? And even like uh, my friend Sam and I are, were. We're talking about that a bit, and it's uh, it's like I, I was saying, I hate the feeling <laughs> that you get leading into the first weekend. It's like the worst feeling in the world. But yeah. then once once you hit the track, even if it's just for practice, it's like that all all goes away. It's it's weird, and now I, I feel like yeah, it's like the cobwebs are off, the rust is is, uh, is loose, and feeling uh pretty good for the next round nice nice all right now let's um uh, second moto 26th take us through that one man how did that one go for you because i mean unfortunately we don't uh, we don't get to choose who the camera follows on the track when they're watching when we're not there <laughs> how'd it go uh that one was even though it was a better result uh i felt like that was actually a bit of a tougher race for me um i just uh another actually my start was terrible um uh, just uh, like the jump was bad and I was pretty far outside and so actually my first thought was was to check up and then shoot to the inside and see if I could find a little pocket and I, I kind of did but then I just was I got pinched out in the in the next corner and uh, was 
yeah, basically dead last going up the rollers up mm. the hill. Um, and yeah, it was just, it seemed like I got stuck with a pack of guys and I was being pretty reserved, uh, with, with trying to zap them quick. And that just, that hurt me. I started beating myself up a little bit cause I was like, or at least after the race, cause I just, I knew waiting behind them too long, I get stuck in their pace and then just start riding their pace, the, the rest of the moto. And, uh, yeah, just, just felt like I was kind of stuck in a rut that whole moto and just couldn't really piece the track together. And, uh, yeah. And then got lapped at one point and then it's just, it's kind of tough to continue from there when you're trying to build your race, but also not get in the way of the leaders and, uh, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. That was a motto to forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 31-26 for twenty eighth overall. But you guys got pretty lucky on the weather, right? It was pretty cool. And uh, how do you feel your fitness is? Like, I mean, this I'm not sure what the forecast is for this weekend coming. But uh, how did that go? Like, uh, it was pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cooler uh, temps. It was like almost perfect racing weather. It felt like uh, not too hot, not too cold. Um, but yeah, fitness is good. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Um, felt pretty strong in the first moto and, uh, had a bit of a lull in the second moto, but I think that was just in combination with a shitty attitude. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think the, the fitness is an issue whatsoever. Um, yeah. And it sounds like it should be decently hot at Hangtown this weekend. But uh, I've been here long enough that I'm decently acclimated to uh, to the heat. Okay. Hey, wh- where are you staying? Who are you staying? What, what do you, how, what's your accommodations down there while you're there? I have a friend from Calgary that has this beautiful place down here in Canyon Lake. Uh, mm. Just kind of west of Lake Els or east of Lake Elsinore. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're super comfy. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no complaints. It's, it's been a good little trip. Okay, awesome. All right, so um, Hangtown this weekend. What's the, Then what's next, man? What do you do next? You head uh, back home? What are you going to do? Yeah, so after Hangtown, I'll uh, drive straight home and then uh, get all geared up for Drumheller and see see how I can help those guys out there get uh, ready for the that race. And then uh, swing over to Manitoba for that round. And then not too much for the rest of the summer, other than I'll I'll definitely go do Washougal in July, and then uh, Outliers should be shortly after that, I believe. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then hopefully the last AMA round as well. Nice, nice. Hey, while well, I got you here, you're one of the only people who I know has a history, a very strong history, with the Drumheller track and the gang over there, the Dorva gang. What uh, What do you think people listening to this or people who are heading there, maybe most of us, you know, have never seen it or certainly never ridden it. What uh, What do you think we can expect? Uh, I think it'll be a great race. Um, at the same time, it's it's going to be, it's going to offer a lot of diversity to, to our series. Um, it, it it could be a really tacky, deep running track uh, for practice, qualifying, first moto. Uh, but weather dependent, we could have like concrete in the <laughs> afternoon. So 
um, yeah, it could be a toss-up, but it won't be for a lack of effort. And and the only reason I say it could be a toss-up is just because the track is overlooking the the big the big river valley at the Hoodoo's there, and it's just so exposed, not a lot of tree coverage. So if it gets hot and a little windy, it won't take much for the track to dry out. But okay. It's uh, yeah, it's a beautiful track, lots of cool flowing elevation uh, in and out of valleys, and it should it should be a great race all in all. Cool, cool. And can you guarantee we'll see some dinosaur bones? <laughs> yeah, if you maybe shoot off the edge of the valley, you might find some down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Keelan. Well, uh, hey man, I, I appreciate you going through your day, and uh, we might have to uh, bother you again after next week. Hopefully. Um, you know, he put two solid motos together at Hangtown this week, and then uh, we'll pester you again, and uh, we'll talk through it. But um, hey, uh, what? Uh, who's helping you out? Like, what do you? Um, who you got uh, helping you out these days? How'd you get down there? And what's? Uh, you know, who's who's backing you? Uh, yeah, just it's it's been a good long relationship with the Carlsons. So uh, yeah, very uh, very thankful for Brent to kind of keep giving me a hand with what I'm doing. And uh, Blackfoot Direct and Dean Thompson and Lexi Show and Kale Foster there got me all geared up with everything I needed and direct suspension, uh, as well as uh, all the boys at Drumheller, uh, like uh, Brad with Arms App and Ben with Drum Equipment. And uh, my buddy Yaz, who's uh, going to be the, the title sponsor for the race, Proven Diesel. Mm. Um, uh, Hat Automotive and FXR uh, and Nuke with 100% Mobius. Yeah, just a uh, good, good gang. And obviously uh, my friend Sam and, and uh, my parents. Nice, nice. Now, um, Brent Carlson, man, he's the uh, he's the energy drink of uh, of the Canadian uh, Canadian riders. I mean. Um, Boy, oh boy! If he uh, if he decides to uh, lose interest in the sport, we're going to be uh, a lot of riders are going to be searching for new sponsorships. Yeah, uh, isn't that the truth, right? Like it's yeah, maybe <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I can't be kind of speechless on that one. Other than uh, I would love to maybe see Brent have more of a voice and say and what's what's done in Canadian Moto, and he has a lot of great. Uh, a lot of great opinions about uh, on how to maybe go about things, but right. uh, yeah, it's just it's such a blessing to to have him involved, and and he loves the sport so much, and he's he's uh, definitely uh, given me the opportunity to live out my dreams to the fullest, and yeah, I can't thank him enough. Awesome, yeah, you will definitely not find a nicer a nicer guy out there than old Brent Carlson for sure. But uh, all right, uh, Keelan, well again, I thank you for your time and um yeah, man, good luck. What do you what do you do this week? Where are you going to ride? Uh not too sure where we're going to ride. Uh, I was actually just out to dinner with Marshall Welton oh, and nice. uh, we're talking going over that, but uh, yeah, not really sure where we're going to go. Uh but yeah, hopefully kind of clean up some things from the weekend and maybe work on some changes that I had in mind and get geared up for another another great weekend of racing. Yeah, nice. Hey, where'd, where'd you go for dinner down there? Uh, we went out for all-you-can-eat sushi. Oh, wow, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice post-race meal. 
<laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, how you feeling, by the way, after two uh, two solid motos and some tip-overs and stuff? How you feeling today? Uh, pretty sore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably going to take another day to, to work out all the, the tender tender muscles and, and bones. <laughs> all right, Keelan. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, have a great week. Good luck this weekend, and we'll see you in uh, Drumheller. Yeah, thanks, Billy. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye.